Time now for another edition of the Calgary Stampeder Podcast. Dave Rowe with you. And this week, we're going to be talking to a guy who really you could describe as a Calgary football lifer. I mean, I'm not just talking about uh, a Calgary Stampeder. I'm talking about a man who's been involved in pretty much every facet of Calgary football for his entire life. And that, of course, is Wayne Harris Jr., the current head coach of the Calgary Dinos. But uh, again, you look back through this man's life and you find football, football, football. Well, going back to pretty much uh, when he uh, came uh, into this world as uh, Wayne Harris joins us. Wayne, how you doing today? Very good. Thank you, Dave. Thanks. And, uh, well, I guess uh, right from the very start, I mean, you come out as Wayne Harris Jr., you get uh, that moniker uh, as, you know, the, the, the same name as the biggest name ever in the history of Calgary Stampeder football. How, is, uh, how has been carrying that, I, I, I don't know if I'd call it a burden or, or a load or, or an honor, how has that been for you, uh, you know, throughout your life? Well, I take that last one an honor. Uh, you know, that's been my approach all the way through and uh, never once seen it as a burden. It's provided me so many opportunities through my life. Growing up in a Stampeder dressing room as a kid was uh, a great thing and, and just having the opportunity to play the game and, and now coach it for many years. Uh, it's just been a, a wonderful uh, time for me. And well, just being the son of a legend like that, and as you say, growing up in a locker room, uh, that that had to be an interesting childhood. I mean, I imagine you thought, to, "Hey, everyone's dad's a football player. Everyone gets to do this." Yeah, I didn't really think too much of it. You know, I'd be over there pestering uh, the Stampeders all through the '60s and early '70s, uh, just being that uh, annoying child in the dressing room and making sure that uh, you know I learned a bit about the game and uh, they were so good to me. And I learned so much from so many different people that uh, it really helped me with my uh, coaching career. So yeah, a little bit of parenting by, by committee there as uh, your dad and his teammates brought you up. They certainly did. You know, seeing the great players, uh, dad and Jerry Keeling, John Helton, Herm Harrison, uh, you know, Larry Robinson, and you can go on and on. Uh, it's it's just uh, was something that very special. They were all very good to me and uh taught me a lot about the game and uh, just uh, little things that uh, you know that pro players pick up on and, and so it was uh, it was some great times then. Stampeder fans always talk about uh, Wayne Harris the legend Wayne Harris the football player but what about uh, Wayne Harris the dad you know how did you know the how did the pro football player you know how, how did the lines in his life come together in the, the way he brought you uh, you up? Yeah, certainly. You know, he never pressured me to uh, play football. It wasn't uh, his uh, thing to make sure that that's something that I did. It was more about education. That's where he focused for me and uh, being a teacher as a result, I guess. But uh, certainly uh, he was extremely supportive of everything I did during his football career back in those days. Everybody had a job and uh, they didn't really start practices till four at night and they didn't go home till late and as a kid you didn't see him a lot uh, in those days but uh, afterwards uh, in his retirement he was at every event that uh, I did and, and very very supportive of everything that I did along the way. When you started putting on a helmet and shoulder pads was it uh, any extra burden on you being Wayne's kid? Uh, not really. I didn't really think of it that way because dad and my mother were so supportive. Uh, both of them uh, just encouraged me and, and didn't really uh, have any kind of high expectations of, of me going uh, and taking it anywhere. 
so from that standpoint, I didn't feel uh, an extra burden uh, at all. Uh, and uh, I just enjoyed playing the game and having fun out there. And, and as a kid, I wasn't necessarily the best athlete out there. I was pretty small when I was young. I didn't really start going until high school. And and uh, so there really were no uh, expectations other than to enjoy the game. And, uh, well, you enjoyed the game so much, you kept it going into into university, a program you now head up. What was the Dino program like back uh, back then as a player? And did you did you see yourself at all you know, when you were a kid, when you were a player, ending up where you are now? Uh, certainly not. I had a, uh, a desire to become a coach at some point in time. But in university uh, in 1977, Peter Canellan uh, recruited me to the University of Calgary and continued to play there the first two years uh, I actually started right as a freshman which was not really what I thought would end up happening but I got fortunate and I was in the right place at the right time and you know five years later uh, I put the work in and, and was able to uh, get drafted and had a short career with the Stampeders but uh, certainly enjoyed those times as well so uh, the university experience was excellent uh, and it was uh, important for my dad to and and my family that I get my education. So uh, that was a, a big part of it as well. And you were able to put on a Calgary Stampeder uniform as a pro. First time you did that in a game, when you walk into into the locker room, you know, there's there's your name on a locker, there's a, there's a jersey, there's a helmet for you. What was that like following in the footsteps uh, you know, of your family? Well, it was really exciting because uh, I sat uh, two seats a down from where my dad sat and I wasn't going to get that locker because Tom Forzani was in there at that <laughs> time so <laughs> and having a great career but uh, you know it, it was certainly exciting putting on the red and white and the, having the horse and being able to run out on that field the first time and see the emotion of the crowd and the stands and and uh, just uh, feeding off all of that and um, had a pretty good game that day uh, that first game and and uh, you know, was able to secure a spot on the on the team for that year. So it was definitely a thrilling experience. And when pro football was over, uh, as you say, uh, you'd prioritized education and uh, became an educator. Moved uh, straight into the, the the Calgary school system. But as you as you started your life, your, your life's work, I guess you could say, was there any doubt in your mind that that football was going to continue to be a part of your life? Well, certainly not. Uh, at that time, I was coaching two teams. I was coaching high school, and and I helped out with the Calgary Colts. And uh, then a few years later, it was uh, doing high school and university football. And and so I did that for 24 years where I coached uh, at both levels uh, uh, before taking a little bit of a break and, and just focusing on the high school. And then the university opportunity opened itself up. I mean that is that is one crazy workload when you're thinking of everything that a teacher has to do outside of the classroom and uh, and all the teaching that uh, that you're doing in football. How did you manage that uh, along with raising a family along the way? Well, having a very supportive wife uh, along the way is helpful. Uh, my wife Beverly she, uh, was all, knew my football background and and uh, the the key things around that and, and we were able to work through it and, and uh, I didn't have a lot of coaching outside of the football season in those days so I spent a lot of time and I learned a lot of those things from my father and my mother and because uh, it was a very similar circumstance to what they went through and, and so 
uh, being able to balance and make sure that uh, you create times to spend with your family, your kids, uh, have a son and daughter, um, James and Darylin, and it was important for me to find the time to spend with them along the way as well. So uh, it was challenging for a couple of months of the year, but uh, uh, the rest of the year we certainly made up for it. And uh, as you say, you were uh, you were doubling up doing a duty with uh, high school football and also uh, with the, the university program. You've seen the Dino program through uh, through good times and uh, and and bad times. Uh, how has that transition been for you? You know, watching you know the the ups and downs of the program all to where it is now. Well, certainly, you know, I've been very fortunate. I'm only the sixth head coach, and uh, the five preceding head coaches I all knew uh, very well. Uh, Dennis Cadaz, the very first head coach, uh, you know, uh, was the O-line coach when I stepped on campus, and then I coached and played for Peter Cannell, and Mike Clash came back from sabbatical. So from every coach, I learned something along the way, and, and uh, we certainly – have been able to utilize a lot of those things uh, and in making sure that we do have a successful program. And uh, it's, uh, you know, very challenging in Canada West. It's a, it's a great conference and a lot of great coaches and players. And, and so, uh, you know, it's, it's just what we, we do and the belief system and the culture that we try to cultivate around the, the university. And it's uh, important to me because uh, it's really been my passion ever since uh, I became a university player is being around Dinos football. Under Blake Nell, uh, the team started its rebuild back to national prominence. Uh, There were some good times there, but then uh, there was a a tough transition. Blake left the program, and uh, the school came to you looking to to take things over. Can you tell us just about how that whole process went down, you know, how you were approached about becoming the head coach and, and how hard a decision it was? Yeah, it was uh, it was challenging at the time. You know, uh, was kind of an unexpected move uh, that Blake would leave. And and uh, Blake and I played college together, and uh, finding that out, so uh, we certainly did a lot of uh, soul searching as to what the next moves would be. And and we wanted I wanted to make sure that the uh, University of Calgary football program didn't falter along the way, and that uh, what we had done. Uh, Coach Nill, myself, and and, uh, Marcello Rapini and some other coaches had done was a continuing tradition of excellence. And uh, that's really where the focus became. And and, uh, fortunately, uh, you know, some other items transpired. A few other people left. Uh, I took over as intern head coach and then said that I'd like to apply for the position on a full-time basis and it just happened to work out that uh, I was able to to get the job. We talk about the Calgary Stampede way a lot when we're talking about football in this town but uh, to to you I mean you've been you know you grew up with that Stampede culture through Calgary High School and and with the University of Calgary Dinos. I mean is it fair to say and I think it is that uh, there's a dino way there's a certain way that you know you want people in that program to carry themselves that uh, that you've built in as a culture. Well, we definitely uh, discuss that what the dino way means and I think it was really established early uh, and playing with uh, for Peter Canellan and coaching with him and, and uh, seeing the success that he had and how he was able to establish that. Uh, those were all key elements uh, of, of what we did. And then taking some of the 
items that uh, and the structure that that we built with Blake uh, and carrying that tradition on was important. But throughout the the years through the 80s, especially uh, winning all those championships, I was a part of the 95 coaching staff that won another national championship. So the the Dino tradition has always been strong. Uh, you know, I know in '75, uh, Coach Lashix uh, took the team to uh, a Vanier Cup as well, and uh, you know that was a tough loss for them in that game. But uh, the University of Calgary has not had a long history uh, compared to some of the other programs throughout the country, but it's had a very storied and uh, uh, program of excellence that. Uh, with a lot of great players, uh, with the right grain, frame of, of mind in how to achieve success. And, and that's what we really uh, focus on is how, how do you achieve success in life, not just on the football field, but in the classroom and in the community. And, of course, uh, the, the family of football, the first family of football, I guess we could call you, that's, uh, that's carried on. Uh, you were able to coach uh, your own son and see him come on to be uh, a coach with you as, uh, as part of the staff uh, with, with Thomas. What does that mean to carry on that family tradition for you? Well, it's, it's fantastic having your, your own son out there on the field with you. Uh, you know, maybe it wasn't great for him when he was playing and I was coaching him, but uh, <laughs> definitely uh, as a coach. And uh, he's learned a lot about the game as well and uh, does a great job on the field for us in, in his status with the team and the program. And, uh, you know, it's about getting the right people to coach for us. And he's one of them. Um, I've got a lot of great uh, coaches on my staff. What's uh, I, now? Obviously, you are far from done with uh, with football and, and coaching. But when you think about it, what kind of legacy do you want to leave? How do you? Uh, you know, what kind of mark do you want to make on football in this city? Well, I, I don't really think of it in that terms, other than growing the game. Uh, you know, we want people to understand that it's a it's a great game. It's the ultimate team game. Uh, it's an opportunity for young boys and men of all sizes shapes speed uh an opportunity to play different positions uh how the different positions all work together uh that the valuable uh learning part is is around team and and commitment and hard work and uh you know it's one of the few games where where you practice all the time to play a few games and uh you know most uh, other sports they they practice a little to play a lot and I think football just mimics what uh, life is about, uh, that uh, you're always putting the work in for those few uh, rewarding times along the way. And uh, it's not always going to be easy, but, uh, you know, the reward is certainly worth the effort. So uh, that would be the biggest thing. We have so many great people in in the football community here in Calgary and getting to know those people uh, has been, you know, just... uh, as valuable as anything else that you could say about the game, uh, the connections that are built and the number of people involved uh, is, is just uh, really outstanding. So, um, you know, it's something that we've seen. Uh, the Calgary growth is, is excellent. So that's really what uh, we hope to see. Wayne, uh, really appreciate this. Uh, always a pleasure talking to you, my friend. Uh, thanks for doing this. Thank you, Dave. Take care. Thank you. 
And that is it for another edition of the Calgary Stampeder Podcast. Remember, we'd love it if you could take the time out, give us a rating, let us know what you think about what we're doing here. We'd love to hear your ideas for future podcasts. And as always, remember that you can catch the Calgary Stampeder Podcast every Thursday, wherever you get your podcast. For Jock Wilson, I'm Dave Rowe. Talk to you next week.